Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. It's time once again for everybody to come aboard that Green Screens Media train. Recording live from somewhere and clean shaven. This is one and done. Your fast break of college basketball information powered by DrRoto.com. On tonight's show, me and two of the best in the business my broskies in basketball will continue our journey across the college basketball landscape and tonight we'll preview the coastal and conference usa conferences just for you our viewers my name is jay heinrich the conductor of the aforementioned green screens media train you can follow me on x aka elon's cesspool and hellhole not the elon we're going to talk about later on on the show the other elon the other guy you can find me over there at Dr. William Cannon. And of course, El Capitan himself, the captain of the Green Screens Media Ship. You can find that man over there on X on everything at MC Holland 34. He is the OG Money Mike. That is Mike Holland. What do you do, baby? Man, you're gonna make me match this energy tonight. If if you guys hadn't known, man, this guy's on on some on some real good stuff tonight. Bring in the energy, <laughs> love it here. Um, I am on X at MC Holland 34. Please follow me. Why not? Just Do a bunch it. Of good takes, right? Exactly. But, uh, All of hey. them. <laughs> Feels like we've been here every night, boys. I mean, this is what preview show number four. The last show we did was what the uh, the big big show. So big, well, to the big well, West the big show. Absolutely. So check that out if you haven't gotten a chance. Uh, had a lot of fun doing that one, as we're gonna do here tonight. And I uh, guess what I'm working on a little betting piece, um, some favorites, some uh, some value plays, and. Maybe some uh, teams you should stay away from. So working on that piece for DrRoto.com. So I hope to drop that within uh, the week here. So, yeah, be on the lookout. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, make sure you go back and check out that Big South and Big West uh, combined show we did uh, uh, last time out, CAA and CUSA tonight. But before we get to those fine conferences, you can find this man in those Twitter streets at Fantasy Nav. He is Eric the Blue, the Baron of Bread of Green Screens Media. That's Eric Ramov. What's happening? Man, every single time that we are live here tonight, it just means that we are that much closer to the tip-off of the 2023-2024 college basketball season. Here talking some CAA and some Conference USA hoops. But that's not all. Not only are we bringing you all of these conference previews, yes, we're going through every conference. We are those sickos. But we're also getting ready to kick off our top 20 countdown of the best returning players in college basketball for the upcoming year. Spoiler alert, Zach Eady and his first round bouncing self is going to be featured on it. So make sure that you are staying tuned here on the One and Done show. Make sure you are subscribed and have that notification bell on if you are tuning in on YouTube. And if nothing else, do all these things so that we can appease the deity of the one and done show, none other than Jumbotron Drim. Last time, I'm not yeah. sure if he was happy with our answers or not, and he decided to tangle around some wires, mess up my microphone a bit. But <laughs> look, we got to make sure that that Jim is is happy, he is satisfied, 
best way to do that. Make sure you're you're subscribed here. Make sure you're tuning in to that top twenty countdown. No doubt about it. Zach Eady, I guess he's okay. He'll be that's, right. that's, sort of him. that's all right. That's all right. I guess. Whatever. We'll see. Yeah, Jumbo Jumbotron Jim had it out for us last show, hoping that rent is still paid. I don't think rent's due yet. I don't know that we'll hear from Jumbotron Jim tonight, hopefully. Uh, hopefully we're safe. Uh, but also, to appease Jumbotron Jim and the guys here on screen with you, make sure you follow at one and done CBB on X and also at Get Green Screens, the main Green Screens media account. Some bets going up there. And like Mike was saying, we'll have more stuff coming on that at Get Green Screens coming up soon. Right now, though, at one and done CBB is the place to be so you don't miss a minute of our college basketball coverage. Let's jump right into the Coastal Athletic Association, formerly known as the Colonial. Trying to get hip with the times, I guess, guys. Colonial sounds like somebody on the Quaker Oats box or something like that. You know, the Coastal Athletic Association sounds so much better. Nine teams now, down from 10 after losing Campbell, um, which we'll get to later on in our conference preview series, actually. Uh, so right now, let's hit that Coastal Wait a minute. Oh, bad. We're off here. Coastal has 14 teams. Mike, let's get it going here. I'm all, I'm, I got the energy so off, so far off track. And so <laughs> I got let me rein it back in here. The Coastal, obviously 14 teams. Now Campbell is in the Coastal, Mike. There we are. Now we got 14 there. teams. There. Yeah, there. my bad. We got, we got there now. 14 <laughs> teams. Campbell is in the Coastal. Last uh, season's regular season champs, Charleston and Hofstra, both at 16 and 2. Charleston defeated UNC Wilmington in their conference tournament final and then lost as a 12 seed to number five, that tough, tough San Diego State Aztec team in the first round. 26th in Ken Palm rankings, guys, but there are two inside the top 100, which tells me, Eric, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're, you'll probably hit on this here. Uh, this is a little bit of a tough, heavy conference in the CAA, but why don't you give us some headlines and let us know what we should know about this conference. I mean, that's that's really the the story for the Coastal Don't Call Me Colonial Athletic Association, right? Last year, um, those teams were head and shoulders above the rest of the league. And honestly, I, th I think we're probably going to see a pretty similar outlook for the year to come, right? Like, you know, the, the teams that were really good uh, last year look like they're going to be pretty good again this year. The you know the teams that that were sort of in that middle of the pack below them looked like they didn't really do much to to make up ground right so I, I think kind of the profile of the of the conference remains the same so the conference that was fifth in the country in blowouts almost twenty percent of games in the league last year were fairly lopsided uh, like Jay mentioned in the lead up two teams broke away last year for that league crown um, you know the these are still the the two top teams pretty clearly, but maybe the maybe the talent gap isn't quite as wide as it was last year, right? I, I think there's going to be a few teams in that sort of mix of, of the rest of the league that are going to contend here, at least, you know, start to build the momentum and potentially, you know, make it make a bit of a push. And the, you know, the real question league wide is will an unbalanced schedule affect the league, right? You only play someone, you know, twice, uh, you know, four times in this league. So, you know, because it's so large, you're not going to have an even number of tilts against all of the teams in the conference, depending on how that breaks for you. Might might be able to get a bit of an edge. 
And then the the last headline, you know, probably burying the lead here a bit. There were some there were some big time guards that transferred out of this conference, right? Um, so you know, it, it bears the question: Will will the front court, you know, be the focal point of the teams in this league? You you look at some of the guys heading out the door. You got Jameer Nelson Jr. heading over to TCE. Aaron Rodgers off Alabama. Jamel Telford, he, he transferred over to Butler. Nicholas Timberlake is uh, with those Rock Chop Jayhawks in Kansas. So a lot of guards leaving. You know, maybe we see a bit of a changing of the tide and, and have this this league be a bit more big man oriented in, in the season to come. Yeah, with Nelson going to TCU, Estrada, Alabama, Telford, Butler, Timberlake to Kansas, like you said, Eric, this is this is a thing where we, we, we've talked before on one of these conference preview shows about basically being a guard-dominated conference. Now, with all those exits, of those, uh, you know, high-quality players, high-quality guards, yeah, this might be the, the land of the bigs in the land of the bigs, if you will. Excuse me, lots of versatile bigs coming back. Mike, I'm going to come to you now. Let's talk about some of those big men here. Antti Brzevic, forward from Charleston, 6'10", 225, in 35 games last year, 11.5 points, six boards in just over 19 minutes. Mike, this uh, Brzevic is just uh, he's a per-minute monster uh, coming over from overseas, uh, bringing the game here to Charleston. Yeah, absolutely. You you love those per minutes right there, man. So that's what uh, as you get closer to, you know, probably high 20s minutes. He should be in for a big year. I mean, you just watch him, and he's pretty smooth, man. He had a real nice, smooth game. He can stretch the floor a little bit. Uh, you know, can light you up from three if you leave him open. But a really nice inside game, and he's sneaky, sneaky athletic, uh, which is, uh, you know, always nice when you're trying to feed it through the post. Shocking that a European big man can stretch the floor a little bit. Jair Davis, before, uh, forward from Delaware, Mike, 6'7", 215, in 31 games last year, he had – 15 points, five and a half boards, two and a half assists in 33 and a half minutes. So Davis, you know, big, nice breakout, sophomore year, uh, a lot to look forward to for Davis in the future. But but right now, uh, what, sh- uh, what should we look forward to out of this blue hand? Yeah, man, uh, might be the best pro prospect in this conference. Um, you know, with the exit of uh, Jameer Nelson, uh, obviously that's a big blow. But uh, Jair Davis, man, he put on the tape and he's a lot of fun to watch. Started his career at Providence, so he's got that high pedigree. He plays above the rim, and uh, he can shoot it from behind the arc. So there's not a lot that he can't do offensively, and he's also a very good passer. So they're going to play through him a ton. Expect uh, expect a big, big year from Davis here. A lot of weight to carry now in this conference. Like we said, all those guards went out, and they're, they're looking for a star. You know, anybody could sort of step up, especially some of these big men we're discussing here. Amari Williams. From Drexel, the 6'10 forward, 250 pounds there. In 30 games last season, Mike, 13.6 points, 8.8 boards, 2.3 dimes, 2.2 blocks, 1.4 steals. Oh, my God. I'm salivating just saying that stat line out loud. In 27 minutes. Yeah. My God. Just stat stuffing machine on both ends. Yeah. And that'll get you uh, first team all a CAA. <laughs> Uh, the guy's a stud, man. Just great anticipation. Obviously, you look at the defensive stats there and the metrics, man. They pop off the chart. He's a really good athlete. Uh, his size in this conference is is pretty overwhelming. So, yeah, he's going to come out here and he's going to light it up again. I expect him to put up uh, similar or better stats and, uh, yeah, challenge for conference player of the year. 3.6 stocks in 27 minutes. Ridiculous. I'm going to look forward to watching Williams play a little bit this year. 
couple more here before we move on to the world famous segment of tiers that we do when we put our teams into tiers. Let's move on to Charles Thompson now from Towson, 6'7", forward, 245 pounds there. In 33 games last year, Thompson averaged 12.2 points, eight boards, and 1.7 blocks in right at 30 minutes a game. This is somebody, Mike, that's just continued to grow his game every single year. And we, you know, sort of expect another step forward from Thompson this year as well. Yeah, it just gets better and better every year. Plays that small ball five role very well. Uh, tons of experience. He's been overshadowed the last few years by some very good guards on this Towson squad. Uh, I just looked for him to challenge for a double-double, man. I think he's got that type of ceiling in him in his final year. You know, maybe a 14-10 and 10 type season. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely expect him to make a major impact in this conference. I also expect Trezarian White to make an impact, the forward from UNC Wilmington, 6'6", 190 pounds. There for White, 34 games, 14.2 points, six boards, and one steal in about 32 minutes. For a big leap for White in uh, year two, Mike, and another person that uh, we really expect to take yet another leap forward this year as well. Yeah, he's a versatile wing. Um, he can get his own shot. Still needs to improve that three ball. If he if he gets that going, man, he is going to be unstoppable. Just think he's going to be in a, a full breakout situation if he displays uh, some progression in that area and just another year of experience is uh, you know, going to help him out. So more of a, where all these other guys are going to be you know, more of the, the traditional bigs. He's more of a, a wing type player, um, can play a little bit of small ball four. So uh, yeah, love White's game and uh, yeah, he's going to be a, a definite X factor in this conference for sure. Five big men to watch in the Coastal. Antti Brozovic, Jair Davis, Amari Williams, Charles Thompson, and Trey Zarian White. A shift, a changing of the guard, <laughs> if you will. Guards left. Like and subscribe just left. for that one. Like and subscribe just for that one, baby. Now, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us, though. Make sure if you do like what you're hearing, tell the hoopheads in your life about one and done. Smash those like and subscribe buttons. Leave us a comment in the chat. Let us know you're here right now hanging out with us. Uh, would love to hear uh, – what's our guy's name? Oh, um, uh, the guy uh, – oh, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking now. Not Anthony G. The uh, – Jumbotron the Jim. Jumbotron. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the guy that comments all the time. I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah, man, Think of it, MM Central. There's another guy too. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Who are we missing? Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out here in just yeah, a minute. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll think of it. We'll figure but, it out. While I'm doing that, gonna gonna toss the mic here, and who's gonna lead off our tiers? Not the not the tiers that that uh, fans of guard play in this conference are shedding <laughs> uh, by because of all of the exits. We're talking about tiers here, um, and if it, that is exactly right, the in my ear, I'm thinking of our guy Samuel the Sniper. <laughs> Sorry, I left. I forgot about you, dude. Shout out to the truck for getting that in my ear. There, our guy Samuel the Sniper. He's leaving comments when he's hanging out with us, and you should too. All right, moving on to tears. We're going one, two, three. Top is the best, middle of the road, and then of course the bottom tier. And you know, all right. So we're going Beamer today we're riding it riding that beamer today all right lean back riding that beamer that's the top tier here middle tier accord you know honda we're dependable we'll get the <laughs> job done for them we can last for a while but probably isn't gonna you know win win the car show 
And then <laughs> our lowest tier, that old spark, the ones that you could put one of them on each of your feet and put a quarter on them and then they take you around town. That is the lowest tier of our of our tiers today. So Beamer, not Beamer, Benz and Bentley, no. Beamer, Accord, and Spark. So our top tier in this conference is the Beamer. And that consists of Charleston, Delaware, Drexel, Hofstra, Towson, and UNC Wilmington. As you see those fine logos there at the top, the Accord tier, Hampton, Monmouth, William and & Mary, and Stony Brook. And then down there at the bottom for flip-flops for cars, I mean, for Spark, is Campbell, Elon, not that Elon. That's the Elon that I said we were going to get to earlier. This is the Elon from earlier, not the first Elon, but the second one. Campbell, Elon, North Carolina, AT, uh, nope, A&T, and Northeastern. See, we had it in the show sheet earlier by mistake, and I couldn't even help but say it, even though it's not on the thing. I couldn't help but say it. <laughs> North Carolina A&T down there at the bottom. Mike, please save me and talk about that top tier in the Beamer section. Well, I'm thinking about North Carolina AT&T. Isn't that where um, where Nick Cannon played in, in Drumline, <laughs> where he went to school? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> um, all right, man. Let's give... <laughs> that, was, that was that was before he had 12 kids. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some tiers and talk about some of these solid programs in this conference. Uh, Charleston, man. Uh, you know, we just talked about Berzovich. Hey, they're bringing in Frankie. Policelli, I love that name from Stony Brook. Uh oh, so interconference transfer, which we see a lot of these days. He averaged uh, nearly a double double last year. You know, Rain Smith and Ben Burnham are also back, so Charleston's loaded. Obviously, had that great year last year. Delaware, we talked about it. Lost Jameer Nelson Jr. They're bringing in six transfers, including uh, Gerald Drumgoogle Jr. from Albany. He averaged 16 points per game. They also, like I said, had the best athlete in the conference in Jair Davis. Drexel is up here because uh, Jay's guy here, Amari Williams, is one of the absolute best players in this conference, and that gives you a chance every night. They've also got 11 players returning uh, from a team that won 10 conference games. And Coach Spiker, uh, he has this team playing some some tough defense, obviously, when you have Williams uh, rocking it out in the middle there. Hofstra, yes, uh, Aaron Estrada is gone, but Tyler Thomas is back, and that's someone we spotlighted earlier this offseason. Uh, Miles Wilmoth, he's an interesting down transfer from Butler. Uh, Darlinston Dunbar should take another step forward at the guard position, so really like Hofstra. Towson, one of my favorite uh, teams to say, uh, always solid under Coach Scurry. Like Charles Thompson, we talked about him earlier. You see, uh, you, know, you, you see a theme there, right? Uh, he's going to pair with North Carolina A&T transfer, Marcus Watson. Uh, going to be one of the best front court duos in this conference. Uh, Ninda Tarke from Coppin State, man. He's a very uh, good guard, uh, average 13 points per game, three steals, so can get it done on both ends of the floor. Very, very fun kid to watch. And then UNC Wilmington starts with Trezarian's, uh White there, and a bunch of guys are back from a team that uh, was 12-6 and six last year. They also got uh, New Mexico K.J. Jenkins to come on over, and then Shaquem Phillips um, is going to also provide uh, some solid play in the black court for them, so – yeah, a lot of teams there, but a lot of talent there. So uh, really liking, you know, how this this top tier stacking up. In a in a conference without a ton of solid backcourt play, uh, Jenkins and Phillips being able to provide that for UNC Wilmington might might play a big role here. Even though my pick to win this conference is Drexel. Um, Eric, I'm going to come to you now. Welcome back, buddy. You know, we have feel like we haven't talked to you in like a year and a half, but you're back now for the Accord tier. That's what we bring you back for. We brought you back for the mid-level sedan section, and 
going to get you to break down that mid-tier the Accord. Go ahead. Man, I feel I feel most comfortable as a mid-level sedan, right? Dependable, going to get you where you're going. Thing will last you for years. So I'm honored to be here breaking down the Accord tier for the CAA. And it starts with Hampton. 5-13 and 13 in the league last year. Not exactly what you're looking for. It wasn't too pretty, but... Good news, you know, Jordan Nesbitt is back. You know, he, he's building a bit of momentum last season. Should be able to keep that going in the right direction this year. They also bagged a pretty solid down transfer in Tristan Maxwell coming in from Georgia Tech. You know, this was actually, on the whole, not a not a bad transfer class for, for Hampton. It's obviously headlined by Maxwell. And now, you know, even though it wasn't the greatest last year, they are one of the older teams in the conference heading into this season. So I've said it before, right? That experience tends to pay dividends over the course of the stretch run. Hampton might be able to put some things together. I like them to at least improve on their record from last year. Next team I want to talk about, Monmouth, another team that went 5-13 and 13 last year. You know, the at the time, incredibly young, but bring 11 of those guys back. They've got Xander Rice transfer coming in from Bucknell. He's bringing his 14 points per game with him. And guard Jack Collins is is a pretty solid player, right? He, he, he contributes very well on both ends, something that you like to see, something that you can certainly build off of. William and Mary had a little bit of a better season last year, 7-11 and 11 in league play. Now we've got the, uh, I've got the Dorsey brothers coming together, hopefully giving the tribe a little bit of pop. Caleb Dorsey is coming in from Penn State. So big time down transfer going to play with his brother there, uh, Gabe, who averaged 11 points last season. And Noah Collier averaged nine and eight for them. Felt like his arrow was pointing up. We'll see if he can't build on that this year. And then lastly, Stony Brook, six and 12 in conference play last year. It, I mean, with them, it, it all starts with their, their, their star guard, Tyler Stevenson Moore. Average 14 points per game for them last year. You know, another team that is is holding on to a lot of talent, right? 10 players returning to be exact. And, you know, 6 and 12 is obviously not the 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 record, the outcome they were looking for last year. But I, I also like them to to improve on on what they they put on the board last season. Really, this this whole group, right? This this middle grouping of four teams feels feels like they're kind of heading in the right direction. So might not jump into that beamer tier when it's all said and done, but I, I do think that they they're all they're all on the upswing overall. If you're a fan of that conference of this conference, you hope so, right? Because obviously the quality of basketball on the lower end of this has not been good for, and it's not a new thing. Like so, I, you hope that this sort of that middle, the backbone of your conference, if you will, the thing sort of holding it together, can start, you know one of those rising tide lifts all ships thing. And you, you, you would hope that that that's the case here. I'll, I'll take the bottom tier, the old spark tier, not in the spark, Isn't that like a, like a, a like a generic four loco. Drink too, <laughs> like like that. Yeah, no matter. This is our lowest tier for this conference. Uh, I'll run through these real fast. Uh, Campbell lost a ton of talent, struggled mightily on the defensive end last year. Elon only won six games in the conference and are one of the uh, least experienced teams in the conference with only three upperclassmen on the roster. North Carolina A&T, like, yeah, you, you got a bunch of guys coming in and you, you might be excited about it, but it's a bunch of JUCO guys and freshmen, unproven people in your system. 
and your top four scores uh, are no longer there from last season. So that's that's going to be a tough one for A and T. And then Northeastern, another six win team in the conference. In the conference, excuse me. Like, who is going to step up for them? That's that's really the key here. Is who is going to make take that step forward? So one last time, the tiers for the coastal. We're going to go Charleston, Delaware, Drexel, Hofstra, <laughs> Towson, and UNC Wilmington. Uh, up there at the top, and sitting, you know, sitting pretty in the beamer. In that mid to mid tier, the Accord tier, we've got the Hampton, Monmouth, William and Mary, and Stony Brook, and then of course down at the bottom, Campbell, Elon, North Carolina, A and T, and North Eastern. That is the CAA. Before we move on to Conference USA, I want to remind you to do your part in that green screens media universe. Make sure you smash those like and subscribe buttons. Show us some love tonight. And the best thing that you could do is also tell somebody else about what we're doing here. Let somebody else tell the hoop heads in your life about what and done about green screens media. Uh, make sure you're following us on our Twitter pages. Make sure you're hitting us up on YouTube. Gonna have uh, our top 20 is gonna be on TikTok. What's that one guys? Is that get green screens on TikTok too? Is that right? Yep. All right, so at Get Green Screens on TikTok, make sure you're over there showing us that love there too. All right, that was the CAA. I'm going to get those tears down now for the CAA and move on to the conference USA. USA. Born in the USA. I'm born in the USA. All right, conference USA. I didn't know you had Bruce in the locker. Well, I wasn't ready uh, for it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I got a lot more where that came from, my, my <laughs> guy. Okay. Conference USA. All right. We, it's it basically like, uh, what's it called? I'm, I'm trying to a think. Transformer. Of, to it later. That too. We'll just go with Transformer for now. The biggest transformation of any conference in the country. Um, there were 11 teams last year. There are nine this year. Very few are the same. They lost – UAB, they lost their best team in FAU, Florida Atlantic. They lost Charlotte, North Texas, Rice, and UTSA to the AAC. But they added Jacksonville State, Liberty, 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 New Mexico State, and Sam Houston. So, obviously, regular season champ and conference tournament champ, Florida Atlantic, out the door. Uh, FAU made that ridiculous run to the final four like it's, i mean that was fun to watch that was a fun team to watch play where they lost on that last second shot to those same pesky san diego state aztecs i talked about earlier uh defeated memphis fairly dickinson who should no business being there but that's not the point defeated memphis fairly dickinson tennessee and kansas state those are some tough big time wins they ain't in here anymore they're not in the conference anymore let's stop talking about them they were 10th in Ken Palm with three in the top 50. Obviously, FAU, North Texas, UAB, all gone. This is going to be a conference looking to just salvage anything out of the year on the whole, Eric. So we didn't let's we didn't bury the lead here. We just talked about the the massive turnover in school. So hit on that and and any other uh, bits of info we should know about Conference USA. Yeah, I mean that's that's really the you know the story with this conference there's just there's so much turnover with these schools and you know where we sit today august 24th like 
I'm I'm not sure anybody really knows what this conference is going to look like top to bottom when when the dust settles. And you know, keeping suit with that ton of roster turnover for the the teams that are currently part of Conference USA. So you know, all told, I mean, everyone knows that I am the captain of Team Chaos. I'd love to see you know how these things unfold when uncertainty is inserted. That's very much so the case for Conference USA, and it should make for some really interesting storylines. Um, one thing that is also a through line for this conference is that there are a ton of really solid down transfers coming in, right? Like these guys, in my estimation, are going to be make or break for the conference. Really, you know, all teams except for UTEP managed to lure someone down to the ranks of the mid-majors from Power 6 programs. You've got one of our favorites, Daniel Bacho from Texas Tech last year, heading to Louisiana Tech. You've got Femi Utakali heading to New Mexico State from Seton Hall. And the former Purdue Boilermaker, Brandon Newman, is now going to be suiting up for the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. So a lot of really interesting talent coming into the conference. We'll see how they gel and see how they can move the needle for their respective teams. And ultimately, with with so much chaos kind of swirling around the conference and the state of the conference in general, I I think this this is one that's going to be won and lost with, you know, on the back of of coaching, right? You know, can they make the key adjustments? Can they find, you know, the the right roster configuration, the right rotation to, you know, to really be a stabilizing force in such a chaotic time for the conference. This is you know, this is part of the reason why I think Richie McKay and the Liberty Flames are going to be near the top of the conference because he is the most tenured coach in this conference by a wide margin. He's been at Liberty since 2015. This is his second stint there. Everyone else, you know, only been in, in the ranks for a couple of years. So coaching and the stability that a good coach brings to their team, I think is going to be a real needle mover. I, I like what McKay has to offer for those Liberty Flames. A few things quickly. Um, Odakali is Femi Odakali is is in the all world all name <laughs> conversation. Ooh. That's a fantastic yes. name. Others he receiving votes. Um, <laughs> yes, he's definitely he's definitely in that conversation. And then of course uh, a conference in 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 turnover in turmoil, if you will to bring in a lot of those big dippers, guys dipping down from the power fives into the mid-majors. Um, you really got to like that, at least for the outlook, I guess, knowing that some of that star, quote-unquote, star power will be there. But the point that I wanted to really make was there's so much turnover in college basketball in general. Every coach, Eric, and I agree with you, like in this conference in particular, because of just – it's not just players. It's entire teams. It's entire schools right? The massive amount of turnover, right? That it's big, you know, you're not, even if you were still hanging around in this conference, you don't have a lot of film on these guys coming in. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts that not only are the players moving around this much right now, but the teams are too. This is a crazy time to be a part of just the college of college sports in general, but specifically college basketball as you well. Try covering it, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Maybe one day I will. <laughs> Let's hit some of those uh, wanna be a baller ballers to know here in Conference USA, Mike. Why don't we go ahead and start in Florida, but not FAU, obviously, because they're gone. This is Florida <laughs> International now with Arturo Dean, a 5'10, 160-pound guard. Man, that's 
That's a tiny dude, man. That's like Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, like from the Celtics size, like man. But probably at least he's probably taller though. But regardless, in spite of that, he still had a tremendous year as a freshman of the year in Conference USA. 12 points, four boards, four dimes, two and a half steals in 30 minutes. He said, I don't care if I'm 5'10", 160. I'm a straight-up G, Mike, and I'm going to continue to do that. So is there anything else we need to know about Dean? Yeah, he was a shot caller um, and an explosive playmaker. Uh, man, turned his size into kind of an advantage here with his defensive uh, acumen here. I mean, speed and anticipation, getting him to two and a half steals a game. He's a great ball handler. He's got really good vision. The thing is, can he shoot a little bit better? Uh, from three eighteen percent. So if we can get that, you know, closer to thirty, uh, this guy is going to uh, pop off in this conference. So excited to see him in year two for FIU. I mean, if you get to twenty five as a as a sophomore, you're probably fine with that, right? Like just the improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure, for sure. Kyle Rhodes, forward from Liberty, six seven two twenty. Uh, thirty six games for Liberty uh, last year. Eleven points, three and a half boards, three and a half dimes. Here's your three-point shooter, 40%. Now we're cooking in 29 minutes. Year five, Mike, some experience here for Road and Liberty, and he has been Mr. Consistent for them. Yeah, spot-up shooter, uh, great passer, three-and-a-half assists right per game. You like to see that. Um, just really efficient, all three levels, right? So um, just he needs, to, he needs to take a bulk of the shots this year uh, with Darius McGee, no longer in town, who uh, was taking, you know, 20 shots a game, which uh, rightfully so. But uh, going to love to see Rode get some, some extra attempts up here and hopefully he can improve defensively. Uh, you know, just not really putting up those stocks like we talked about a guy, Mario Williams, earlier. But, you know, if you're knocking down 40% from three, I, I think you're doing plenty. So. Looking forward to Rhodes. Yeah, Rhodes' usage is going to just be through the roof. He's somebody, if Liberty is on the slate when we're talking DFS, Rhodes is definitely someone that we'll end up discussing for sure. Isaiah Crawford, the forward from Louisiana Tech, 6'6", 220 pounds. In 32 games for Tech last season, Mike uh, Crawford had 13.7 points, 5.3 boards, over two and a half assists, and almost two steals a game. Another solid three-point shooter in this conference at 42%, and also at just under 30 minutes, a game, another year five guy coming off a career year here. Um, so it is Crawford, just like Road is going to have that usage uptick, is Crawford going to be able to see that? Or is he going to, if he's going to improve on these numbers, is it going to have to just come from him just being more of him, I guess? Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. Um, just a, a really good all-around player. Uh, anytime you see a guy shooting 42% from three, right, you're going to want him to take more shots. <laughs> uh, he's very aggressive inside, though, man. Uh, he is not afraid. He shoots the ball with confidence. Got a real sneaky handle. He can go coast to coast on you. Uh, just a very versatile player, man. Like, he's got a nice little step back game, too. So this guy's going to do a ton of damage once again. I mean, that stat line that you that he threw out there is, you know, you'll take that all day, right, as, uh, you know, one of your, your top two players. So, uh, yeah, Crawford going to be in the running for, for player of the year, I would think. A couple more players here to watch. Let's start. Uh, Middle Tennessee guard Cameron Weston, 6'3", 190. And 33 games for them last season. 10.5 points, 4.6 boards, 2.8 assists, 1.2 steals. A lot of defense being played in this conference. Uh, just under 28 minutes a game for Weston last season. Um Last as a sophomore last year, 
took a step, you know, um, now getting into that upperclassman range, Mike, and really hoping to start seeing Weston's game peak here. Yeah, it should peak. I mean, he's a tough kid. He's not afraid of contact. Uh, more of a combo guard. He puts a ton of pressure on on the defense. Uh, he's got really good hands, um, so he's able to kind of get those easy buckets on those steals. Uh, I'd like to see him shoot it a little bit better from the outside, um, but he should be that dude this year for the Blue Raiders. Um, you know, they they lost a lot of uh, a lot of guys there, so expect him to be option number one for them. Lastly, someone to pay a little bit of attention to over in Conference USA, Rodney Howard. Western Kentucky forward, 6'11". We didn't talk about anybody seven feet tall tonight, guys. 6'11", 260, transferring in from Georgia Tech. Last year for uh, the Yellow Jackets, averaged 14 point. I'm sorry, no. Averaged 4.5 points, 4.3 boards in just under 18 minutes. So transferring down to Western Kentucky, um, Mike looking for that opportunity to show what he can do, and it – Really wouldn't surprise me if he has a monster year in this conference. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he got to that 14-point plateau, right? 14 and 14. I mean, 14 and 10 is not out of the realm if he plays 30, 32 minutes. It's just really tough because you just don't know what's going to happen when these guys, when they dip down into the mid-major ranks, like usually they blow up or sometimes it's kind of more the same, you know? So uh, is he going to be a rotational piece or is he really just going to get a big piece of the pie? So that'll be something to look for. But he's a big, strong center, a great rebounder. I mean, at that size, man, he's probably the most physically imposing player in the conference. I think the thing that really helps with him is there's no Baycott or Edwards or Lively or Lejeski, uh that he's going up against. That uh, Not quite that kind of talent um, in this conference. So expect him to turn it up a little bit here with some with some extra run. Those guys good? Yeah. Those guys okay? Like Baycott? I heard he was all right. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's 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 pretty. He decent. might be a top twenty guy returning. I've I've heard I've heard I've heard he might be on that list coming up. Um, all right, five players. Excuse me, five ballers. Man, I just felt like I was get, I was about to lose power there. Did y'all see that flicker like that? Urcott shutting us down. <laughs> Jumbotron so just so y'all know, just so y'all know, it's, it's Jumbotron Jim who messed with my notes earlier, which I don't appreciate. He might be around the corner flipping that switch too. But the point is, we got a few ballers to know here in Conference USA: Arturo Dean from Florida International, Kyle Road from Liberty, Isaiah Crawford from Louisiana Tech, Cameron Weston from Middle Tennessee, and Rodney Howard for Western Kentucky. Yeah, no Baycott. <laughs> Edwards lively. <laughs> what? It's like me walking into the. It's like okay. It's like messy. It's like messy walking into MLS. Okay. It's like me walking into like a U10 get soccer match. You know, and just having my. You know, and I probably would still lose, but that's not the point. All right, let's move on to tiers here. Let's get this in tiers. Beamer, luxury tier, right? We're still Beamer is the luxury, yeah. Chef's kiss, right? Accord, durable. That's the mid tier, and then you got your Spark, which is like what uh, Waluigi drives on Mario Kart. That's, the, that's the, ah, Waluigi. That's he's like, ah, like that. That's what that's what the that that, that. And luckily, there aren't too many. That's my favorite villain in the Mario Kingdom, by the way, is Waluigi. Like it, it's not even it's not even close. Um. The three tiers here for Conference USA, up in that top tier, the Beamer 
tier, we've got Liberty, New Mexico State, and Western Kentucky. Dropping down a little bit more evenly divided here for Conference USA. We've got uh, three, four, and two, I guess, if you will. Florida International, Louisiana Tech, Middle Tennessee, and UTEP in that accord level and riding around in the open wheel uh, Fred Flintstone cars. Uh, Jacksonville State and Sam Houston. Mike, save us again and talk about the top tiers in Conference USA, please. Oh, man, you'd rather talk about the, the Spark tier? Okay, I, I'll, go ahead. Oh, okay go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and pop off on these uh, on these Beamers coming through, right? And Eric kind of hit this earlier, man. Like, Liberty was a premier program in the A-Sun. Now coming into a conference with all kinds of turnover and um, – Man, just a lot going on here to, to really grasp, right? Look, you do lose, um, um, you know, Darius McGee, but Road, six other guys coming in from last year's squad. Uh, you know, Coach K knows what he's doing. Uh, Bowling Green transfer, Caden Matheny, he's a very solid addition. So you just expect Liberty to be solid. Um, that's why they are in the a Beamer a section. New Mexico State, this one has to do with uh, – the talent on the roster now it's gotta it's gotta come together because it's entirely new uh new head coach jason hooten from from sam houston uh yeah odakale uh, obviously down transfers from seton hall brandon suggs comes over from ucf he was a, a solid player for them jordan rawls uh sliding over from western kentucky uh their neighbor here in the beamer section and uh, it's gonna be a really good backcourt so the question is how quickly can this team gel I uh, just really like the look of this roster, uh, even though it's brand new. I think that'll be their biggest obstacle. Uh, Western Kentucky also joining the ranks here. Uh, a ton of turnover, but uh, another juicy roster. Tyrion Murdix, uh, if you can get this waiver, uh, you know, he, someone that we talked about a lot, uh, you know, as we played some DFS, him and Jalen Jackson for Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, very, very solid players. Brandon Newman, we talked about him earlier, coming over from Purdue. Rodney Howard, we just mentioned him. Uh, you know, from Georgia Tech. So a really nice transfer class for Western Kentucky. And don't forget they have Dante Allen and Christian Lander uh, who are in their second year in the program after transferring from Kentucky and Indiana. So there are a, a lot of quality down transfers on this roster. And then you add in the fact of uh, Murdix and Jackson who were able to take uh, Corpus Christi to the NCAA tournament last year. Really like what Western Kentucky has to offer. So coaching, right? We talk about coaching. Eric, you were hitting on the coaching uh, earlier there. I mean, to get uh, for New Mexico State, to get a coach coming off as many as many wins as he had last season. I mean, it matters, and it's going to take a job to sort of piece that roster together and and push all the the buttons like they need to be pushed. Eric, uh, how about that Honda Accord? That's what Skilo used to say on the, on his CD. How about that Honda Accord? Used to watch him drive by when I got bored. That's where you are right now. So hit us with those uh, those mid teams in the Conference USA. Yeah, I mean it's not, it. Hold on, it uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I keep saying the Conference USA. It's Conference USA, guys. Okay, the, that's my bad. It's not the Conference. It's it's oh, in yeah. Conference USA. Go. Yeah, so the uh, the mid tier, the accord tier for CUSA starts with Florida International, right? Um, uh, eight and twelve in conference play last year. Arturo Dean 
I mean, look, he was he was the top of our ballers to watch list for a reason. He's just the the kid special. You know, this this team will go as he goes. You know, this this is a team that lost Denver Jones last year, but you know, a ton of guys back that played some serious minutes for them. Actually, now heading into this year, not a single freshman to be found on this roster. So, you know that that experience, that cohesiveness. You know, it all has a role to play in what will be an interesting season for FIU. Louisiana Tech, second team up here, not quite the same record, not quite as good as, as FIU last year, 7-13 and 13 in league play. Crawford, who we also talked about, real nice two-way player for them. Uh, they got some down transfers in Daniel Bacho and Jordan Turner coming in from arguably the most tough, the most cut the toughest conference in the entire game, the Big 12. And Devin Ree also comes in from Louisville after being, you know, a top 50 kind of guy last year. So at least in terms of his his recruit status, right? So like we've talked about with all the teams so far, ton of transfers coming in, you know, how they gel, how how they find that right rotation will be the story for Louisiana Tech. Middle Tennessee is the third team here in the Accord tier. Weston, we also spotlighted a moment ago. You know, just super solid all around. He really stuffs the stat sheet. Another another veteran team here, right? A little bit older. Um, and they went out and they added Iowa transfer Josh Agundale, right? This is someone that we spotlighted during the offseason. Jay, you were bemoaning that there wasn't anybody over seven feet tall. Agundale isn't quite there, 6'10", but 275. Like, you know, Mike talked about Rodney Howard being, you know, a a load and and maybe the most imposing force in the conference. I don't know how much run Agundale is going to get, but he's he's got to be right up there, right? Bringing in a ton of size and a ton of force for Middle Tennessee, and then finally UTEP. You know, T Hardy. You know, uh, leads a really solid returning core of players. We've got Zid Powell who transferred in from Buffalo, where he averaged 13 points. You know, this this feels like a like a backcourt on the rise, right? These two coming together, and Coach Joe Golding has shown that he knows how to build a program right he's heading into year three feels like he's you know kind of starting to get those puzzle pieces to come together and look we talk about four teams in this accord tier three of them have the names to watch that we spotlighted and i think you know that that really speaks to the competitive balance in this in this league overall right you know some of these guys that we talked about at length if if they hit their upside you know there there could be some scary programs coming out of the accord tier Yeah, Louisiana Tech's one of those, obviously, with the, the talent to 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 challenge to get into the the top four of this conference. I think of 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 any of them in the Accord level. There, uh, Louisiana Tech is probably that team with all of the Big Dippers coming down from the Power Five conferences. Uh, that's a that's the most likely to me to to jump up into that top tier. And then also, you know, with the Gundale. I love me some big meaty men slapping meat down low, and that's what you get with the Gundale. I mean, he's just he's a force. Just watch him just beat people up down low. Um, Gundale is going to be great to watch for sure. Yeah, fine, I'll take the <laughs> the spark section again. These and these teams are like they have roller skates on and they're holding on to the to the to a tailgate. Yeah, on the on a truck that's going down the highway. <laughs> At 65 miles an hour, and they're just holding on, hoping to make it through the trip. That's Jack, and I'll I'll start with Jacksonville State, who 
I mean, I have eligibility. You've got four spots left, guys. I can play six minutes up. a night, like easily. <laughs> Quality. Six I mean, minutes. and you're you're gonna get everything I have for those six minutes, okay? <laughs> so we could go somewhere else with that, but that's not that's another that's another show. Jacksonville State four open roster spots lost a lot of firepower coming over from the A Sun, and then Sam Houston obviously lost Coach Houghton to New Mexico State after his 26 wins last year. So much roster turnover, turnover. Excuse me, a new head coach. It, it might be a tough season for those Bearcats. Down there in Huntsville, and yeah, there is that is Huntsville, right? I, I didn't I didn't miss, miss up my small town, small oh, college town Sam in Texas. Houston. I've never been. Have you guys been down there at all? Like uh, <laughs> I, I I haven't. I heard, there's a, not, I heard there's a prison. <laughs> I know there's a prison. I'm not going to tell you why though. Okay. That'll do it for the tier section of the Conference USA, not the Conference USA of Conference USA. Up at the top in that Beamer tier, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Western Kentucky. Accord uh, tier is Florida International, Louisiana Tech, Middle Tennessee, and UTEP. In that mid tier, and down below at the bottom, Jacksonville State and Sam Houston. What a show, guys. We did it. Hey, we did it. We made it. Another. Number four. four another two conference preview in one Nobody else is doing 25 minutes on the CAA. Nobody else is doing 25 minutes on the Big South and the Big West. One and done is that's what you're going to get from us all the way up until that opening tip of the season. So make sure you smash those like and subscribe buttons. Do your part in the Green Screens Media Universe. Follow El Capitan himself on X. That is Mr. Mike Holland. He is at MC Holland 34. The man over here, there, right there. Ooh, ooh, there he is. Eric the Blue, he is at, oh, now he's over there now. You're messing with me now. At, at Fantasy Nav in those Twitter streets. I am Jay Heinrich, the conductor of the aforementioned Green Screens Media Train. You can follow me. You can follow me everywhere you want, but only on X at Dr. William Cannon, baby. Let's make that happen. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Do not forget to turn on those notification bells so you do not miss a minute of our college basketball coverage. Show our guy at The Real Napier some love, doing the big things behind the scenes, smashing their tweets, getting out that media for you to take in, bringing us those ideas too with that creativity. I am Jay. He's Eric. He's Mike. Take care of each other. Have a nice day. Let's get this bread. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.